you. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> That's awesome. So what would you like to know? What, what do you want to ask? I want, I want you to share with uh, my audience about uh, your books and what you do. And then I can't wait to ask you a bunch of questions. Okay, great. So do it now is really a great topic because it took me seven years to write my book. And if there's anything, I know how to get stuck. And I was stuck to the point where I didn't know how to finish the book. I didn't know how to write a book. Um, there's just so many things that I didn't know. And I felt like I was in between a bunch of mattresses and I couldn't get out. And, you know, it, it was the, the struggle that I had of learning how to get unstuck that allowed me to not only publish my memoir, which became a number one bestseller, but the last two, two books have also, I've co-authored, you, you know, that's where I was, had a chapter in an anthology book. And I learned some things of how to do a framework on AI and then mm -hmm. to put my stories in there and to just, because it's the storytelling that really, really resonates with people. And I, I think that's kind of the secret behind, you know, the uh, success behind the book. So that's, yeah. that's a little bit a, a port, port of it. Yeah. And you, I, I want you to share with my listeners because I, I believe there must've been a dream in you to write books earlier in your life and maybe for a long time. And what do you think it was that was the reason that you were able to, you know, finally do it or do it now, as I say, like what, was there something that happened in your life or was there an epiphany? Can you tell us what happened? Well, Sarah, historically, the, the New York Times did some research and it showed that 80, over 81% of people want to write a book, but only 1% actually publish a book. And of the, you know, 1% that, that do, there's over a million people that publish on Amazon every year, but the average amount of sales per book in its lifetime is 250. So basically they're selling to friends and family. So wow. there's, there's a, an art in being able to, to not only publish, but to have a message that resonates that goes like viral. And, and so my, my whole inspiration was, is, I was coming towards the end of my sales career in yellow pages. You know, those phone books where you have the, you know, yellow ads in the back of the phone book. Well, that's right. what I did for, you know, three quarters of my career as I saw, I was a yellow page trainer. Wow. And so, you know, I was thinking, what do I do now? I'm 60. And I mm -hmm. talk about the fact that, you know, death of a yellow page salesman was my memoir and you can find it on Amazon. It's, it's, inexpensive as far as the ebook. I mean, just a few dollars. But I talk about the fact that after I left Yellow Pages, I was 60 years old and I was transitioning into the online world. Moved to California. I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll launch my online sales career. And I fell flat on my face. And I talk about the lowest point in my life. And it was so hard for me to put it out there. But the, the way it resonated with audiences, I had no idea how enormous the response would be because that people people resonate. And I mean, it really, it really speaks to them more about the struggle than the success. I mean, when I talk about being a number one bestseller, they go, oh, that's great for you. Yeah. But, you know, when I talk about the fact that, you know, in high school, I had like grammar and composition, I was at the 50 percentile. We're talking mm -hmm. out of 100. I mean, I was like at the lowest, lowest of the class. 
So how about I become a number one best-selling author is I've learned how to tell stories and then I get help with it. I get editing help. And as long as it doesn't change the voice of it, but there's so much about coaching that is so powerful. I mean, you and I were just talking before we got on the podcast is that sometimes a coach can make all the difference where we're kind of stuck. And the only way, you know, you, you can try to figure out and learn how, but mm -hmm. sometimes it's just a matter of finding the who that can help you. And so that's, that's what I'm doing now is I'm helping people to actually come on board with a book with me and mm -hmm. become a best-selling author. And I guarantee the success. You'll wow. be a best-selling author, you know, as, as long as, you know, write a chapter of my book and, and we publish together. Wow. I love that in your story of you just sharing that a few things really jumped out at me. One was that you would, you know, you could have just believed that story that you weren't going to have that dream because of how you had, you know, performed in high school, but to share that with others so that it, they can believe that it can happen for them. Right. And the other thing I love that you mentioned, because I do this too, is I mentioned my age. I'm 55. You just mentioned that you're 60. Why I love doing that is so that other people out there can know it is never too late to go after your dreams. It's never, never too late to change your career. It's never too late to inspire someone else. You know, you just have to make the decision and then you have to take action, right? And 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 do it now. I mean, I, I just am so impressed with what you've done. And now you're helping other people do the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fun thing is, is we're going to actually do it in a tropical, tropical location in a weekend. So oh my you get on a jet, you fly to a destination. I'm trying to decide, should I do Puerto Rico? Should I do Florida? Should I do a cruise? So I'm getting feedback from people that are interested. What would you like to do? Where would you like to go? But we're going right. to do it like a Thursday through Sunday, or some people are talking about maybe doing a seven day cruise. So, mm -hmm. but the thing is, is that you go with nothing and you come back and three months later, you know, we do everything you need to do. You mm -hmm. learn how to really frame your chapter, you know, the 2000 words to make it, you know, just something that's going to really connect with people. And that's what it's all about. And that little, little contribution, like my first contribution was coaching Inc. And I wrote a chapter in that called Top Gun Coaching. And you think, okay, what, what does Top Gun Coaching have to do? Well, Sounds good. <laughs> in, the of my, in the middle of my sales career, I was about 20 years in of being an outs, outside salesperson. And mm -hmm. I sold advertising, of all things. And um, I went through a sales training that was taught about, um, it was a Top Gun fighter pilot instructor who taught about effective communication. And so what he taught us is that, you know, as a salesperson, a lot of times we talk, 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 but people only listen to 9% of what you say. And so the key is being able to lock on the target, kind of like a Top Gun fighter pilot, and that you zero in on their, their needs and help them to find a solution that you can reach together that's going to accomplish their, their goals and their dreams. And just like a fighter pilot, you know, if you're, if you're flying wingtip to wingtip, then mm -hmm. you want to know what is in the mind of the other pilot, because, you know, you're doing all these maneuvers right. and stuff. And so as a potential client that you're speaking to is when you ask the right questions, then things come into fruition and you can just basically help to help them to achieve their dreams by, you know, knowing how you can help them. Wow. And that, that was a very, very 
a great launch to my book writing. And I actually published that just a few months before my memoir. So then I was able to put on the front cover of my memoir that I was a best-selling author. I didn't put that it was a number one best-selling book because it was. I, I thought that was a little bit too much, but you know what? Everybody does it now. Right. And then this past um, month, we were out on a tour. We went on a five-week book tour and the book Author Code was just coming out on October 19th. And so on October 18th, I get an email that the book already went number one the day before release. Wow. And it was in pre-sales where people were pre-ordering the book that on the day of the release, then, then they get it, you know, ebook. Mm -hmm. And so you think, how does this happen? And uh, the power of publishing your message is so great. But the thing is, is there's so much more to it that you and I have learned, like in the speaking school, of how mm -hmm. you can take your message and translate it to reach millions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's really, really wonderful how quickly you've had success. And it sounds like you have a formula now and you're sharing it with other people. And uh, tell me about what now what's in your, your future, because I know once you sort of figure something out and you're successful at it, you must be setting your your vision on something else that you want to accomplish. What 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 is next for Paul? Well, I, I talk about this on my podcast that's called Skyrocket to Success. And you can go there by going to skyrockettosuccess.com. And mm -hmm. either you put the number two in between Skyrocket and Success or the TO in between Skyrocket and Success. But either one will get you right to the podcast. But what I talk about is the fact that there's so many things in life that we can do to, to help people. And that's what it's all about. It's not necessarily about selling something because, you know, I've sold a lot in my, my, you know, times. But the thing is, is that when people come back and say, oh, you know, what you wrote or what you said meant so much to me. And in one case, I had one guy said, you know, your book changed my life. And I went, wow. But also I heard the fact that people would say, you know, Paul, I didn't know you had it in you. Because, you know, I, I didn't I didn't put it out there. And, you know, Sarah, as a speaker, that when you speak, you know, words, it's like speaking words of life. And, you know, people really connect with the voice and the voice is just super powerful, more than, you know, books sitting up on the shelf, you know, that that's that's like all of my information is in here. But you know what? Until you read it, you're not mm -hmm. going to know. And people don't read that much more anymore. But the thing is, is when you have that authority and the credibility of becoming a best-selling author, then it gives you the speaking platform to, to really, you know, do well with your message. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, so I don't, I want to go back to um, asking you about what led to you wanting to write the books and sort of sort of catapult yourself into speaking because you've, you've had some some a lot of speaking success now too and uh what what i love is when you've shared about meeting your wife can you can you share that a little bit sure. it's such a beautiful story and i, I love sure. this this is really documented well in in my memoir death of a yellow page salesman but the thing is is uh, i'll try to give you a short mm -hmm. short little picture into it and uh, it brings tears to my eyes when I even start thinking about it, is that I was at a very low point in my life. And 
I had spent 30 years in, in outside sales, yellow page sales. And I'd come to the end of the career where my income was declining. It went from six figures down to five figures. And that it just, it was almost going to four figures. I mean, it was just, it was mm. really bad. And, but the thing is, is I was in a car accident and in 2008, we had a layoff where, you know, I, I was managing a team of 60 salespeople and I was the sales trainer. And we had in our, in our group, we had the top team in the nation in, in like three of our directories. And so being laid off for a year and four months, I was finally hired back by my, my original um, firm out of, out of Utah. And two weeks of going back in, they, they, they said, you know, I could, I could return to my position once things kind of, you know, normalized as far as the, the whole economy and stuff. But I was in a, a car accident where I was rear-ended at 50 miles an hour. I was out of work for another year and a half. Oh, no. And our, our finances and everything just dried up. And I was married to, a, a you know, my ex-wife now that, mm -hmm. you know, it just, we didn't have much, you know, to, to speak of. And so with this car accident, it kind of came to the point where, um, I just thought I need to do something else. And I was actually in a neck, neck brace. And they said, we don't know if you're going to be able to walk again. I couldn't even turn my head. Oh my goodness. And, um, you know, so before surgery, I had to wait like six weeks for surgery because they were so backed up. And so I thought, you know what? I, I, if I could write a book, then I could probably support myself. And I had this inspiration that when I was, I talk about this in, in the opening of my book, that when I was in the Holy Lands, I was, um, and this is actually after the divorce is when I, you know, um, and, you know, it just devastated me. And, but I was in the Holy Lands and I was trying to pick up the pieces of my life. And I was at Jacob's well. And, you know, I just thought about the story of, you know, the woman at the well. And it's in John, I think it's chapter six, isn't it, honey? Yeah. And, you know, Jesus talks to this, this woman of Samaria, mm -hmm. and it's the longest recorded conversation of anybody that, that Jesus had a conversation with in the Bible. And there I was, you know, I was tasting the water, you know, it was, it was down underneath the altar of the church and it had less old rustic, you know, I talk about this in the book that it just, it just was so moving to me and the mm -hmm. water tasted sweet. And I was thinking, you know, that Jesus didn't live that far away and that he probably walked over here. And I thought this stuff is real. You know, I, you know, for 50 years, I was trying to convince myself that all this stuff is real, but mm -hmm. then it was a realization that it is real. Right. And I was in Israel, right? No, but <laughs> um, so I went up to the top of the church and they have like all of these, you know, pictures on the walls. And I saw this, this picture that had Jesus sitting in a fountain and he was probably like 10, you know, eight or 10 years old. And this water is pouring out of this fountain. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, and Mary, his mom was standing behind us. It was kind of a religious icon is what it was. Mm -hmm. And I just looking at this and these three words came to me, Sarah, that were so powerful. It was mm -hmm. just like the voice of God. I just felt like it was voice saying Filled to overflowing. Wow. And I was just like, wow, you know? And so I just thought, you know, what do I do with this? And then I thought, you know, I want to write a book. 
So mm-hmm. I was thinking, maybe God wants me to write a book about filled overflowing. So I said, okay, God, if, if this is the case, if you want me to do this, then how can I do this when my life is so empty? Wow. And so I, I talk about the fact that, you know, going, the first part of my book is going from lost to found mm-hmm. and how, you know, like in marketing, you know, I used to help people with their marketing is, you know, if you want to get found, you, you have to go from, you know, to get a presence online or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the middle part of the book is going from empty to full. And where, you know, as we do things and build momentum in our life, then we find that we go from a a point of emptiness to a point of fullness. But the last part is called filled to overflowing. And where we talk about the principles, I talk about the principles of how you can really build an incredible um, business and a life. And Mm -hmm. I talk about where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And the chapter where I introduce her, it's called Where the Blind Helps the Lost to See. Oh, that's And beautiful. my wife has been blind since birth. And when mm-hmm. I met her, everything changed. And I was, it was actually, she invited me to her church. Mm-hmm. She's the worship leader at church. Mm-hmm. And she's playing the keyboard, singing like an angel. Oh. And I just went. Oh my goodness, this is just unreal. We had a group here this morning mm-hmm. at our house and they came to rake our leaves. There's like 15 of them and she sang to them. And I swear, you know, there's there's tears and just oh. an emotional outpouring. It's just an amazing experience of how my life has gone from empty to filled to overflowing just from in, one interaction. But I'll tell you, it's just the power of faith in her life and mm-hmm. how She's a testament in how she's just gone from, you know, she got, she's got her own story of going from emptiness to, mm-hmm. to fullness. So, right. It's a beautiful story because I, it's just a reminder that it doesn't matter what's happened to us or how low we feel that if we have faith and we believe, right. Um, it's things can change in an instant. Right. And it also, though, I believe, in your story that there's a part where you took action, right? I mean, you wouldn't have met your wife unless you took some sort of action, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, that that's quite a story in itself because it was like seven years from the point of the woman at the well uh-huh. to actually it was five years before I met my wife. Mm-hmm. But the two, two years prior to that, I was mm-hmm. in a men's monastery mm-hmm. because I was tired of living in a church, in an abandoned church because mm-hmm. I was basically homeless. Wow. And so wow. I'm thinking, you know, they they have food and they have, you know, and I, you know, I'll just go and, and do the prayers and mm-hmm. the services and all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's quite an experience. That's where I actually started writing my book. But when I got out, I jumped on plentyoffish.com. And I like put it all out there that I like being in a men's monastery. I used to, you know, I just didn't hold back anything. I just thought, right. you know, I'm just going to put, you know, all the cards on the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course she's, she's looking online and she has like a screen reader. So mm-hmm. it tells her, but she had to ask a friend, is this guy like, okay, looking they're like, <laughs> Oh no, he's, he's like totally ugly. And like, no, he, he's okay. And, Aww. and so uh, she Aww. messages me and she says, we need to talk. I oh. went, okay. And I I had the paid version on my phone. So I get this message, we need to talk. And so I can hit dial and it doesn't reveal my phone number. And so we're talking within like, what was it? A minute, honey? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And so oh, she was wow. like, this guy doesn't waste any time. Oh, wow. And so, Amy. you know, I, I'm saying, okay, you want to talk? Let's talk. And yeah. and I, I noticed that she put on her, her uh, profile that she was a daredevil. That was her personality type. So wow. I said, tell me about being a daredevil. Yeah. And she goes, okay. And she said, I like to ride in fast cars and I like to, <laughs> you know, ride on the back of motorcycles, like do fun things and all this. And I'm seeing in her pictures, every one of her pictures, she has her eyes closed. Uh-huh. I'm like, huh. And then I see Ursi, her guide dog. You know, I, I didn't, I, uh-huh. I just, I didn't know until right. I saw her headline right. that, you know, says, ever had a blind date? Try me. And uh-huh. I went, okay. <laughs> and so, that's how it all started. And we just had a wonderful conversation. And I just thought, you know, there's something special about this woman. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I'm going to pursue her until I know. And, mm-hmm. you know, she says that I was very intentional. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, I think we were engaged within about, what, four or five months and then married wow. within nine months. Wow. It's such a beautiful story. And it's like I said, it's a reminder for everybody that you good, great things can happen in your life and you can have faith, but you also have to take action. You have to be brave, just like you were brave to put yourself out there and you described exactly who you are and what you wanted. She was brave to reach out to you and say, we need to talk. Then you mm-hmm. called her. It just was like, boom, 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 you know? And then that's how right. I Right. And I just, and you know, it's funny because I was getting messages from women like you're way into God for me. And I'm thinking, well, why are you messaging me? Right. And, but you know, other was like, Oh, I love, I love what you wrote and stuff. And, and I kind of really, I mean, I really went out there. I mean, I just, I didn't hold back. So smart. That's smart. You know, the people who are not your people will walk on by hopefully. And the people who are your people will find you as she did. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. And you have a lot of great stories about you, you know, tough things had happened, but you persevered and you had faith and you were brave and you took action. And I love how your, I mean, your life is such a glorious story for other people to, you, you know, know, let them have hope, right? It's really yeah, great. we have so much fun in going out on tour when a book comes ready to, to publish. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just got back from a five week tour where we toured 12 states and mm-hmm. in this, you know, I can talk about, you know, the book that's coming out and, you know, the results and it it's kind of a way, a great way to, to promote. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're excited to be able to travel internationally. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's great about it is, is Sharice's son works for the airline. So we can fly anywhere in the world standby oh. for no charge. Exciting. So it, it's, it's pretty exciting. And you know, it's a little bit of a challenge too. I mean, we're both, you know, pushing almost 70 and, you know, mm-hmm. what do you do that's fun in retirement? Right. And you think about it, you know, well, what kind of a message do I have to share and say, well, you know, you'd be, inter- you'd be surprised how just your story can make the difference. Because if, if you have figured out how to go from A to Z, and you know mm-hmm. about this, Sarah, Mm-hmm. is that there's just a, a really a connection point because if there's been a struggle involved mm-hmm. and I actually coach people, I'm part of the speaking school and I coach people and it's called Monday movement makers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know what their message is. And mm-hmm. I just say, well, what's the thing that's been the biggest struggle for you to overcome? And they'll tell me and mm-hmm. say, you know what? There's your movement. And so the message will come from the movement because it's all about helping people, right, Sarah? 
Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you have certainly helped a lot of people. I'm excited about how many more people are going to be writing books because of you. I might even reach out to you for some help. And uh, so as we wrap up today, I always like to ask if there is someone out there who's has this little inkling in their mind that they want to write a book uh, someday, and I'm recommending that they do it now. What is your top advice for them to start doing? Top advice, if you want to write a book is get started, do it now. And, and kind of, you know, learn who the people are that can help you to do it. Because I'll tell you, I signed up with a publisher and they were no help at all. I mean, they, they, you know, I paid a lot of money. I paid almost $15,000 for them to do that. And I found that I was still, it still took me seven years to write the book. And part of it was because I just, I didn't know what to write about. I didn't, I, you know, all I knew is I had all this experience, all these stories, but, you know, as far as organizing it, I think I went through 12 edits because I struggled as a writer. But the thing is, is that there's so many things that you can do that will help you to get unstuck. I actually teach a course that's how to use AI to framework, you know, like, like the last book I, I wrote or the chapter I wrote in the book is mm-hmm. I purposely waited until three days until the deadline. And I had some ideas, mm-hmm. but I just went in and asked AI to give me the, the basically the outline of what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And it came back with this. And I, I love acronyms. And so I just, I asked it to come up with an acronym that talks about getting unlocked, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it actually organized it to where it had you for this. And I didn't really like some of the things, so I changed it, but I put Mm -hmm. my stories into there and how it just plugged in. And it was just amazing. So the number one thing is just get started and then Mm -hmm. find somebody that you can team up with because there's no better way to get started than to get in an anthology book. And it's for a fraction of the price compared to, you know, doing it your own and and paying a publisher to do it. And then, you know, the thing is, is is people wonder, how do I sell books? Because the average number, like I said, is 250. Right. And so, you know, if you can get thousands and thousands of downloads every day, then that's, that's the key. Right. Okay. So remind us again, what's the fastest way for everyone to find you if they would like to have your help? Well, they can go to my website. That's paultnewstrom.com. And that's N-E-U-S-T-R-O-M. Mm-hmm. You can go to the podcast, which is skyrockettosuccess.com, or you can just search me online. I'm everywhere. Great. You are everywhere. Sounds like you're going to be even more places. And I can't wait to to go to some of those places with you. Uh, I have enjoyed speaking with you today. I'm sure we're going to be talking again. This isn't the last time. Uh, I had okay. so much fun being on your podcast. Thank you for being on mine. And uh, we I'll look forward to hearing more about all your upcoming books and the books you're helping other people with. Thanks, Sarah. And I have to tell you that, Sarah, right now, you're the number one episode on my podcast. Oh, that's so exciting to hear. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you have a great day today, everyone out there. And whatever you're thinking about doing, do it now. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.